When it's dark and you're going through a tunnel, you need somebody who can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Come on now, I'm talking good to somebody. <clears throat> Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Move every distraction, barrier, obstacle that might keep us from hearing from you. Your words, my mouth. Anoint and bless your servant so he might be a blessing to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. I need a praise leader. Thank God for Elizabeth. Among many things, the season of Advent is one of my favorite seasons. Advent that begins on the Sunday after Thanksgiving, which is today, culminates on Trinity Sunday, which overwhelmingly is first Sunday in the new year. This season is one of my favorite seasons in the Christian year. Well, I have an appreciation for the entirety of the Christian calendar and all of the holy days and seasons that make up the Christian calendar. Advent is one of my favorite seasons. As we prepare and celebrate the coming of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ during the season of Advent, Watch Chapel, we are encouraged to remember the importance and significance of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. During the season of Advent, above and beyond all seasons, we are reminded that Jesus is the reason for the season. And on this Sunday morning, let me remind everybody that during this season, Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus, not Santa Claus or Rudolph. Jesus, not the elf on the shelf or what brand of eggnog we will consume. Jesus, not Amazon or my favorite things. Jesus, not the elf, Grinch, or Craig and Day-Day. Jesus, not a white Christmas or the best day in the year. But Jesus is the reason for the season. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Jesus, not Christmas and Hollis or the temptation silent night. But Jesus is the reason for the season. And while Jesus is the reason for the season of Advent, Advent is also a season that reminds us of how God uses different people to do his will. If you read the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, that record the Christmas narratives of our Savior and Lord. We are reminded, Watch Chapel, of how God uses different and diverse people to do His will. Throughout the season of Advent, God uses godly Gentiles and holy Hebrews. 
God uses virtuous virgins and sanctified shepherds. God uses pious prophets and wonderful wives. God uses holy husbands and exceptional elders. God uses assigned angels, kind kings, anointed astrologers, mature men and wise women to do his will. Help me preach. According to this particular text, God is using a spry, sanctified senior by the name of Elizabeth to be a praise leader. If you are familiar with this narrative and exchange between Mary, her younger cousin, and Elizabeth, the sanctified, spry senior who was barren for years, but who miraculously is impregnated by her older, chronologically mature husband, Zacharias. So they might conceive and give birth to a powerful prophet by the name of John the Baptist. You know that Mary is the younger cousin of Elizabeth. Mary, according to earlier chapters in Matthew and Luke, has been chosen by Almighty God to be the mother of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. While Mary has been chosen, sisters admit it, this would be a bittersweet experience in your life. While you've been chosen, to be used by God in a powerful way. You have to deal with criticism, rumor, innuendo concerning your sanity and your lifestyle. Y'all ain't talking to me. You know you are a virgin. You wake up tomorrow impregnated. Tell folk you are pregnant by the Holy Ghost. Folk are going to ask what his real name is. And then if you persist and say the Hagias Numa, the Holy Ghost, are going to want to put you at the sixth floor of a certain mental facility. Because you are persisting that what is true cannot really take place. Mary is blessed, but she's burdened. Mary is called, but she's concerned. Mary is delighted, yet she is distressed. Mary is excited, yet she's already exhausted. Mary is feeling good, but she's feeling struggle because Mary has been chosen by Almighty God. If you've ever been chosen by Almighty God to do something God wants you to do, you know you need an Elizabeth in your life. 
I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. You've been called to be a preacher of the gospel, a teacher of the gospel, or to fulfill some particular assignment that God has for you. Beyond the shadow of a doubt, you need an Elizabeth in your life to encourage you to praise God in the midst of what you're going through. According to the text, when Mary discovers that she is really pregnant by way of the Holy Ghost, Mary does not go to the beauty salon. Mary does not go to her high school reunion, but Mary makes her way to Judah where Elizabeth and Zacharias live. And according to the text, when Mary enters the house, the Holy Ghost, help me preach this, inspires John, the baby in her womb, to engage in prenatal praise because she is in the presence, help me preach this, of her Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. When Mary gets in the house, Elizabeth begins to speak in a sanctified soliloquy concerning the presence of Mary in the room. Elizabeth encourages Mary to praise God for what God is doing in her life. And when God does something in your life, watch chapel, Elizabeth is the person who encourages us to praise God for what God is doing. And as Christians, we need praise leaders to encourage us to praise God for what God is doing in our lives. When God does something in your life, you don't need a bellyacher or a complainer, but you need a praise leader. When God opens a door, you don't need a doubter or a questioner, but you need a praise leader. When God is making a way, you don't need a grumbler or a whiner, but you need a praise leader. When God calls you to be and do something, you don't need an atheist or an agnostic, but you need a praise leader. When God is calling you, watch chapel, you don't need a hellion or a heathen, but you need an Elizabeth to encourage you to praise God for what God is doing, what God wants to do, and what God says is going to be done. Do I have a witness on this Sunday morning? Do I know anybody in the room who needs an Elizabeth in their life to praise God for what God wants to do in your life? Can I preach this? Mary needed an Elizabeth as a praise leader to encourage her to praise God for what God is doing. And if you read the text, watch chapel, once Elizabeth praises God for what God does in Mary's life, Mary issues the Magnificat where she thanks God for what God was going to do. But it took a praise leader to encourage Mary to praise for what God was doing in her life. Come on, preach this, Peter. Why do you need a praise leader? 
to encourage you to praise God for what God is going to do in your life. Can I preach this? You need a praise leader because a praise leader like Elizabeth is content with her call. Can I preach this watch chapel? I'm trying to bless somebody on this Sunday morning. You need an Elizabeth in your life because Elizabeth is content with her call. Elizabeth is an older woman. She is beyond the normal age of bearing children. Yet providentially and miraculously, God allowed her and Zacharias to bear and conceive a child by the name of John the Baptist. Elizabeth is older. She's been praying longer. Yet her younger cousin, Mary, is giving birth to Jesus. Jesus is greater than John. Elizabeth is older. If you read the text in Luke chapter 1, she is the daughter of a Levite. She's been a holy woman. She's been righteous. She's been sanctified. Yet, she ain't given birth to Jesus, but she's given birth to John. Now, had Elizabeth had hateration in her spirit, had Elizabeth not been content with her call, she could have easily said, what she got that I don't got? Why her and not me? But as a praise leader, you got to be content with God's call on your life. My gosh, watch chapel. God is not calling everybody to do what everybody else does. God calls you to be you, me to be me, us to be us, them to be them. And the biggest satisfaction and sanctified satisfaction in the world is when you and I can be content with our call. God hadn't called Watch Chapel to be elevation. God hadn't called Watch Chapel to be upper room. But God has called Watch Chapel to be Watch Chapel. God hadn't called me to be Denzel. He hadn't called me to be T.D. Jakes. He's called me to be the best Harry Leo White Jr. I can be. God hadn't called you to be Beyonce. He hadn't called you to be Halle Berry. He hadn't called you to be anybody else. But he's called you to be you. God hadn't called them to be them, you to be them, but God has called you to be you. And if you and I would be content with our call, biggest dissatisfaction and frustration in the world is when we are jealous and envious of other people. God calls and uses everybody in their own unique way. Sometimes we think we want what somebody else got until we experience it for a day, a week, 
month, a year. You don't want what they got. You just see the external package. You see what you think they got going on. But you don't see them popping pills to fall asleep. You see the glory, but you don't know the story. I dare somebody on this Sunday morning to be content with your call. God has called you to be a sanctified elementary school teacher. Be content. God has called you to be a mother to great children. Be content. Contentment doesn't mean you are aiming low. Contentment means I'm happy and satisfied being me, doing me to the glory of Almighty God, and I'm going to do my best where God has assigned me. Elizabeth is content with her call as the mother of John the Baptist. She ain't hating on Mary, ain't saying, why not me? But she is content with her call. You're going to be a praise leader. You've got to be content with the call, not just content with the call, you're going to be a praise leader. you got to ignore instigators. Praise leaders have the capacity to ignore the instigators around them. It is no accident, Watch Chapel, that Mary leaves her town and makes her way to Judah. She makes her way to Judah because Elizabeth had more experience in ignoring haters and instigators and agitators. She had been pregnant longer, had more life experience, and Mary is a newly impregnated woman. Folk in Capernaum and Nazareth are talking about Mary like she had a tail. That little girl pregnant? Ain't she engaged to Joe? Joe still gonna marry her? That little girl talking about she pregnant by the Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost ain't never got nobody pregnant. What the Holy Ghost doing, gonna do in her that he ain't done to nobody else? And Joe still got the ring. And Joe ain't changed no plans. Joe is a good man, a holy man, amen, somebody. And Mary leaves Nazareth and goes to Judah because Elizabeth, her cousin, had the capacity to ignore instigators. If you are going to be a praise leader, watch chapel, you got to learn to ignore instigators. They are always instigators who are questioning, doubting your praise, your relationship with God, the authenticity of your thanksgiving. They are always instigators who wonder why. Why does it take all that? How Elizabeth get an old woman, got no sense getting pregnant. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. 
Whenever God calls you to do something or be something, they are always instigators and agitators who are questioning, who are doubting, who are ridiculing, who are suspicious, who are cynical, who are pessimistic about what God is doing in your life. And if we don't have the capacity to ignore instigators, we will yield to the pressure and focus more on them than we focus on Almighty God. And maybe that's the key to somebody's life right now. Instead of paying attention to the instigators, maybe I just need to focus on God. Instead of worrying about what they say, I need to focus on God. Instead of worrying about what they do, I need to focus on God. Instead of listening to the ridicule and questions, I need to focus on God. Because if you keep your mind stayed on Him, I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Somebody knows if you keep your mind stayed on him, he'll keep your mind in perfect peace. If you focus on God, God will show you who's for you and who's against you. If you focus on God, you'll discover you got more allies than you got agitators. You got more blessings than you do burdens. You got more life than you do hell. If you focus on God, Maybe Elizabeth, the praise leader, cause she ignores instigators. Content with her call, ignores instigators. But Elizabeth is a praise leader that catalyzes Mary's magnificent, Mary's praise. Because Elizabeth is thankful for her testimony. There's something about being a praise leader that is infectious and contagious. You can't inspire other folk to praise if you don't have your own praise. You ain't going to encourage nobody else to smile if you ain't smiling. Y'all ain't talking to me. You, you can't be in the pep rally team if you ain't peppy and spirited. And there's something about Elizabeth that encourages Mary to praise because Elizabeth is thanking God for her testimony. Preacher, tell me what you mean. Elizabeth got her own story. Elizabeth got her own testimony. Remember in Luke chapter 1, earlier in the chapter, Elizabeth and Zechariah were trying to get pregnant. But for years after years, they were unable to conceive a child. But God miraculously, providentially, allowed Zechariah and Elizabeth to conceive and give birth to not just a child, but an exceptional child named John the Baptist. And Elizabeth now got her own praise, got her own thanksgiving for her own testimony. And I'm talking to somebody right now. Don't be jealous of Mary. You got your own testimony. Don't be jealous of Lottie Dottie and them. You got your own testimony. I was barren, but now I'm blessed. 
couldn't conceive a child, but now I got a child on the way. I was sick, but God healed me. I was out there, but now I'm in here. I was out of my mind, but now I'm sane. I couldn't find a job, but now I got a good job. I couldn't find joy, but now I got joy. Didn't have peace, but now I got peace. What's your testimony? What is your story? I was sick, but God healed me. What's your story? What's your testimony? This is my story. This is my song. Praising. I said praising my Savior. All, all the day long. I got a testimony. I got a story. God is real. God is good. God is great. God is wonderful. Yes, He is. Yes, He is. I said, I got a testimony. If you spend, let me help somebody. I'm blessing somebody right now. If you spend time looking at what God has done for you, you don't have no time to harry, hate or worry about nobody else. All that God has done for you and brought you through. I'm talking to some, I'm blessing somebody right now. If you thank God for what he's done for you. I got my own testimony. I used to stutter, but now I'm a preacher. Nobody talking to me in here. I said, you got your own testimony. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You got... Thank God for a praise leader. You, you need Elizabeth who's content with her call, ignores instigators, and is thankful for her testimony. You don't need anybody in your life questioning why God has blessed you. You don't need anybody in your life wondering why your business is growing. Why you got the job. How God did it for you. You need people in your life who are big enough to say, girl, I am grateful for you. Brother, I am proud of you. 
there's somebody in the room today, you're saved, you're not saved, you're not saved, but you want to accept Christ as your Savior, I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. Maybe somebody you're saved, but you don't have a church home and you want to join Watch Chapel. I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. Today is the day, this first Sunday at Advent, we want you to unite with Watch Chapel. You need to be around a church of praise leaders. We got Elizabeth in the house. <laughs> Elizabeth in the house. Come on, talk to me. There's some Marys in here. You need an Elizabeth. Raise your hand. You want to unite with Watch Chapel, my sister, my brother? Raise your hand wherever you are. Come on, my sister. Come on, my brother. Raise your hand. Wherever you are, you may be online, you may be virtual. We want you to unite with Watch Chapel. Virtually scan the QR code, give your life to Christ, unite with Watch Chapel. You need to be a part of a congregation that is full of Elizabeths, praise leaders who are happy for what God is doing in your life. I got my own story. I ain't hating on you. Is there one? Raise your hand, sister. Raise your hand, brother. Raise your hand wherever you are. We want to receive you today. We want to receive you, my sister, my brother. Amen. Be seated. Maybe somebody, you want to come to the altar. I want to pray over you. This word challenged you. This word blessed you. This word may have convicted you, challenged you in some way, shape, or form. You may think, I need to be a praise leader in somebody else's life. You don't want to be Saul and David. You want to be Elizabeth and Mary. You don't want to, the worst thing in the world is to be the older person hating on some young person. Lord, have mercy. P.W. done said something. Them young folk don't do it. They ain't, uh, now come on now. You done had your day, pass the baton. You done, you done had your day. You want to be the spry sanctified senior who's a praise leader. You don't want to be the mean old church dude. Everything a sin. Come on, somebody come to the altar. Lord talking to you right now. Lord talking to you right now. That's You got grandkids. You got great grandkids. You, you an educator. You young people look up to you children, grandchildren. You ain't never seen a monument left to a negative, critical, jealous person. That ain't what you want. That ain't who you want to be. You don't have peace in your life.
you want to be big enough to light somebody else's candle. We want to be big enough to celebrate another church, to celebrate another organization. If you ain't teaching, you don't show up. You ain't singing the lead. That's my song. How Beulah may get my song. I know you got a Beulah May in every church. Come on now, y'all. Beulah May can sing too. Oh, we come in Jesus' name. Thanking you for this day, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you for Elizabeth. We thank you for Mary. We thank you for people in our lives who have been praise leaders. They have encouraged us to thank you for what you're doing in our lives. They have not been jealous. They've not been envious. They've not been small. They've not been petty. But they have been big enough to celebrate and encourage us to praise you for what you're doing with us. Give us that spirit. When we want to be jealous, when we want to be envious, when we want to be small, convict us, Holy Ghost. Show us silently that we're wrong. Teach us how to pray for people. Teach us how to celebrate them. Teach us how to praise God that you're big enough to bless us and them, them and us. And their blessing doesn't take anything away from us. Touch now, bless, strengthen, enlarge our territories, expand our minds. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen, saints. We're about to leave this place as we prepare to leave. We want everybody. Don't forget next Sunday. We'll be back on Wednesday night, Awana and Bible study. We look forward to seeing you on Wednesday night for Awana and Bible study. Come on out, tune in. If you can't, come out. Amen. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us until we shall meet again. Church said amen. 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 Follow the direction of our ushers. Watch chapel. How many of y'all know the Lord is worthy? Come on here now. Let's be thankful today. Come on.
want to do 